Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah Ishayahu, chapter 52, Nun Beis. Um, and this is Saul Weinreb, the host of your podcast. Um, we just finished reading chapter 51, and just a really brief summary at the end of chapter 51 in our podcast 51C. God told us, told the Jewish people, that He is the one who will comfort us. And therefore, we should have the strength to bear his message, to bring his message to Zion, to Zion, and to Yerushalayim, to Jerusalem. Um, today, he continued, and the message was a message that not to worry, that her children, Jerusalem's children, shall return. And this suffering of Jerusalem will be over, and... The cup of suffering, the bowl of suffering, so to speak, will be handed off to her tormentors. The chapter 52 continues on this um, theme and continues with the song. Many of the phrases and terminologies will be familiar to many of you from the a liturgy of Friday night, from the Lechadodi, the famous poem that we sing on Friday night every week in synagogue, in Shul in synagogue. Um, and, and the po- the poet who wrote Chadodi drew upon these these psukim, these verses uh, to construct the poem that we sing on Friday night. Um, so let's begin with verse one. Uri Uri, wake up, wake up, live she uzech Zion, Zion, get dressed in in your strength, in your or your splendor, your greatness. Live she big day tifartech. Dress yourself in the clothings of your majesty, of your tiferet, of your majesty or your wondrous clothing. Yerushalayim ir hakodesh, Jerusalem, the holy city. Why should you dress in splendor and in your glorious clothing? Kilo yosif yavovach od arel vitamei, because no longer will the arel literally means the uncircumcised, as we had many times. Aurel, Arleilev, the idea that the uncircumcised of heart are the ones who are arrogant, the ones who are not humble, the and the one who is impure, the one who has an impure heart. No longer will those people be a part of your nation. The pure, the humble, they will come and return to Jerusalem. Hisna'ari, again, wake up. Me'afar kumi, get up from the dust. Shivi Yerushalayim, sit up, such as the image of sitting up on your throne, Jerusalem. Hit patri tzavarech, the the um, shackles, or or the um, you know the shackles that were laid around your neck. Open them, untie them. Shivia Bastion, the daughter of Zion, who has been a captive. These these verses speak for themselves, so they don't require too much commentary. So I'm going to continue to read in verse 3. Because so says God, You were sold away for free. Now I just want to remind you, in chapter 50, verse 1, we read where God says, Where is the bill of divorce? God assured us back then that he was going to bring people back to Jerusalem because he did not 
And God said, O me, me no shy. Did anyone owe me money, Asher Macharti Yeschemlo, that I had sold you to, to him, that I need to pay them back in order to redeem you from exile? You were sent into exile because of your sins. So it was in, with your sins. That was the reason why you were sent. So, um, again, God um, emphasizes that same idea. You were sold away for free, not for money. It wasn't like I need to redeem you for a price. I don't have to pay anyone off to get you out of exile. I'm just going to take you out of exile. Because so says God. Again, My nation first went to Egypt to live there. The Egyptians had no right to enslave them. Yes, I decided to send my nation to exile because I felt that they deserved to go to exile. But to be enslaved, that they should be made to suffer, that was the choice of the Egyptians. Ashur be'efes ashoko and Assyria, when they made the people of, of of Israel suffer, it was for nothing. They made them. They stole their things for nothing. I just want to go back for a moment to chapter ten, verses five through seven, where Ishayahu emphasized the same idea, where he said again, "Hoy Ashur shevet api, Ashur is the." Rod of my anger, umatehu v'yadam zami. In other words, I gave the Jews over to Ashur, to Assyria, in order to punish them. However, the purpose was the I did command them to take over my people. However, despite that, I the purpose was for them to to be overlords over the people of Israel. Vu Ashur lochein yidame. It says in verse seven. He had other ideas. In his heart, he thought of other things. He decided to destroy. And to cut off the, other, the, the nation and other nations. So, in other words, the Assyrians had the right given to them by God. God decided to punish the people and put them in the hands of the Assyrians. But to go ahead and abuse that right, that's something that the Assyrians decided to do. So God says, therefore, I don't owe anyone. The Jewish people don't owe anyone anything. I'm just going to take them out. And now, now at the end of this period of exile and suffering, what do I, why am I here anymore? It's God speaking of himself as if he himself is in exile with the people and saying, why do I need to be here anymore? Nu'um Adonai says God. This image permeates many, many prayers in the liturgy, the image of God himself in exile, including in the Lachadudi prayer we say on Friday night, my nation has been taken for free, for nothing. There's no reason why they should have been made to suffer. Yes, exile, true, but the suffering was something that was placed upon them. Moshe love yehelilu noam Adonai. Their their rulers, the ones that rule over them, cry out and make fun and scream and yell and mock, says God. That, there's, no, there's no reason why they should be mocking, making fun of my people, saying bad things about my people. 
v'tamid kol hayom shemim People are saying um, um, hateful things about me, says God. This, this was never warranted. Why am I here anymore? Says God. I just want to read quickly the words of the Radak over here. Um, Mali kolkach bezehagolos. Why do I need this this exile? Sheherachti o some zeman rav begolos that I left them for so long in exile. Yomar hakel. So says God. Bihigiaz managula. Kilakach. They're not there because they have some kind of debt of money that they're obligated to their captors. They were sent into into exile because of their sins. They've already been punished more than enough. Therefore my nation shall know my name, says God. When will they know my name? When I finally redeem them. Until the final redemption comes, the people may have hope. They may believe in a future. They may have bitachon. They may have trust and faith. But they don't know it until the final redemption comes. Therefore, God says, finally the nation will know. Lachain bayomahu. Therefore, on that day in the future, when they finally know, what will they know? Ki hamidaber, that I am the one, I am the one who has been saying this all along. Hineni, here I am, says God. When this news comes, manavu al how beautiful it will be, how wonderful it will be on the mountains, raglei mivaser, when the footsteps of the people, or of the person bringing the news, now this is going back to what we said in the beginning of this section of Isaiah. If we go back to chapter 40. What was the message? God had told the people, Nachamu, Nachamu, bring comfort, bring comfort. Get up on a high mountain, the one who is bringing the news to Zion, raise your voice, the one who is bringing the news to Jerusalem. Now God says, finally, finally. And then... God, we said, but the people don't want to speak. They don't want to say. But now, finally, when they know the message, now here, 10, uh, you know, 12 chapters later, how beautiful it is when they finally get up on the top of the mountain and say the news. And what's the news? Mashmiah Shalom. They are bringing the news of peace. Finally, peace. Mivaser Tov. They are bringing the news of goodness, that goodness will happen. Mashmiah Yeshua. They will bring everyone and tell everyone about and this so that everyone hears of redemption. Yeshua, redemption. Omer Litzion, that is what they are going to say to Zion. Molach Elohayich, your God is finally ruling. The God of peace, the God of goodness, the God of redemption. Kol Tzofayich Nasu Kol Those that are your, your out, your watchmen, so to speak, the ones who have been standing in Zion looking, waiting, waiting for this day, they will finally raise their voice together and and sing. They will see it with their own eyes. When God comes back to Zion. They will break out, break out and sing together the, the, the ruins of Jerusalem. 
because it's time to be rebuilt. Why? God has finally given comfort to his nation. Remember, Anochi, this whole thing started with Anochi, Anochi, who Menachem Chem. I am the one giving you comfort. Therefore, get up and bring this news. Now it's time. God has done it. Go'al Yushalayim. He will redeem Jerusalem. Chosaf Adonai Yetzirakad Sho. God will um, bear his holy hand. In the eyes of all of the nations of the world. Again, again, Ishayahu tells us this prophecy, this beautiful prophecy. And he immediately, immediately, lest you think this redemption is only for the Jewish people, we said, Kinicham Hashem Amo. However, what does he do? He does it for all of the ends of the world. All of them will see, they will all see the redemption of our God. The entire world will be redeemed. Get out. Get out of Jerusalem, those of you who are, who are impure, those of you who, who are arrogant, don't even touch Jerusalem. Get out from there. He baru, make Jerusalem pure, make it clean. Those of you who are carrying the vessels of God, you're not going to be rushing out of out of exile with enemies chasing you, and you're running, running to save your lives. You're not going running. God is going in front of you. You're going to go slow and careful and calm and come properly the one who is gathering you is the God of Israel behold my servant will be successful when it says here my servant it's obviously this entire context has been going on the people of Israel and just like we've said in numerous occasions throughout all of these chapters, when God referred to Avdi, my servant, he was referring to the people of Israel. Uh, I, the examples are numerous, but most notably, um, and mo- uh, I'm going to go to chapter 44, verse 1. Listen, Jacob, my servant, be Israel and Israel. Do not be afraid, my servant, Jacob. Yishurun and the people of Yishurun Bacharti Bohum I have chosen. That's one of the most uh, 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 famous verses where God refers to, but repeatedly we've had over and over again, God was referring to the people of Israel as Avdi, my servant. And the same thing here in the context as we can see, right? God has asked his people to be the ones who bring the news, to be the ones who stand on the top of the mountaintops and call out the message of God. My servant shall be successful. He will be exalted, he will be uplifted, and he will be raised to great heights. Just like before, when he was in exile. So many people, when you were in exile, people were disgusted with you, and they wanted to destroy you, and they said bad things about you. His, his, his appearance was disgusting to people. People didn't like him. People hated him, the people of Israel. People didn't like his appearance. His, he was so abused. He didn't look human because people would beat and torture him. 
Just like then he was, he the people would would had rejected the Jewish people when they were in exile. To the same extent, in the future, the people will be amazed, will be completely startled and blown away, so to speak, in modern language. Many nations will be blown away. The kings, the kings and the leaders that used to abuse them will now be silenced. They will close, shut their mouths and stop that kind of behavior and that kind of hateful talk. Because things that they had never they had never been told, things that that they could hardly even imagine, they saw with their own eyes. And things that they have never heard before. Kinds of things that amazing things that they've never heard about before. The idea that a people can come back to their land and proclaim peace and goodness and redemption. And the message of Yeshayo throughout of justice and righteousness, Bonanu, they have finally understood. And when they finally understand that message, all of the leaders of these nations, they will all be amazed and startled. Yazegoyim Rabbi, many nations. And they will all, like we said several uh, verses ago, um, the redemption of our God will be seen throughout the entire world will experience that redemption. Thank you so much for listening and studying Isaiah Yishayahu, Parak 52. Looking forward to studying 53 together.